Seminole fans right now just need to hush right now. All Seminole fans right now, we need to sit back and chill. I talk a lot of shit. I talk a lot of shit, man, about my Seminoles, man. I love us. At least I do. But, man, this shit here, listen, man, we need to sit back. We need to sit our ass back. That shit there was an embarrassment. We only two weeks into this damn thing and I'm ready to give up! You think I want this? It just happened! His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack! Hey, this will do some little sports, man. Come on, man. Listening to the sports show. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk? New sports desk. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to episode 140 of the sports desk. We got a lot of these things on our belt <laughs> uh, now, but we're here, of course, once again to talk about. What's going on in the world of sports, all right? We're going to talk some college football. We're going to talk some NFL. Going to dibble-dabble in a little bit of the UFC, all right? We haven't talked MMA in a while, but we got a pretty... We haven't talked MMA in a while. We have a pretty, pretty big pay-per-view. Dang, Black, what's up with me? Pretty big pay-per-view coming up this Saturday, okay? We have a great return of one of me and Black's favorite fighters of all time. We're going to get into that towards the end of the show. Black, how you doing today? Doing, doing swell, my guy. How are you swell. doing today, man? I think I got to echo your sentiments. I'm doing swell myself. Your homeboy is very sore right now. Uh, I've been doing some different type of workouts with weights, and your boy is messed up. <laughs> so I'm trying to get through this episode as best as I can, my boy. So um, football season brings on a lot of changes in a lot of people's lives. I mean, people stay home a lot more. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more lounging and relaxing going on as you enjoy these games. And in regards to that, your sports desk weekly episodes have changed. I know you haven't got your top five in a while. We know that you guys haven't got what did you do in camp. We know that you haven't got uh, your what, what else they haven't got. Uh, Star bitch cut. cut. Those things will be returning. Sound of the week. Sound of the week. Tweet of the week. Those things mm -hmm. will be returning, but we are really bombarded. In the sports world, all right? So we just have a lot of topics that we just feel like we got to shoot off the hip with. But you'll be getting those segment, segments back very, very soon. So I said all that to say that you ain't getting them today. <laughs> <laughs> Won't be getting them today, but hopefully y'all rocking with us, man, and y'all enjoy the content that we pushing out for you guys today. But before we get started, man, I always like to tip my cap, all right, to achievements out there in the world. And Black, let's talk a little bit of wrestling to start off the show, man. Big E. Big E in the WWE, um, he is the fourth, he is a third black WWE world champion. I believe he is the eighth, he is the sixth period, mm -hmm. all right, to wear world championship gold. You got Ron Simmons, The Rock, Kofi Kingston, uh, Booker T, um, Big E, and I, I think I'm missing one person um, who's worn that. Mark Henry, Mark Henry who yeah. worn that goal. So, um, how big is this, Black? We know how big it is, Black. To see Big E, Bobby Lashley, Bobby the man Lashley. he defeated, yeah. all right, to win the title. 
You said Kofi too, right? You said Kofi. Okay, okay, you right. rarely see black world champions in wrestling, period. And for Kofi Kingston and Big E and guys like that, Big E, his journey through WWE, we've seen it. Yeah. We've seen his journey start at the bottom and now he's literally at the top. Black, speak on what you see with Big E being the WWE world champion. Well, for me, Big E, man, being the world champion, man, it's a fresh breath. It's a uh, a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Like to have another uh, black champion, man, and it's always something to celebrate, uh, especially for us and uh, being fans of WWE. When we were talking about it the other day, when you was like, bro, I'm seeing somebody saying he going to cash in. And I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> how you going to come out and say he going to cash in? And it's like... Watching the, watching Raw that day, and he was on Raw already saying it like yeah. that he was cashing in, no matter yeah. what was yeah, going yeah. on. Yeah. So Bobby Lashley really pretty already pretty much kind of knew what was gonna happen. Yeah. But man, uh, I'm, I'm excited for Biggie. It's first to see Kofi, and then now see him. Yep. It, it, it's a big deal, especially with their little group they got going on, man. Yep. So it's good to see those guys who are the face of you know their, their group, and then now Biggie being. Uh, one of the faces of WWE being world champion, it's just a big deal, man. I'm excited for him. Like you say, Big Big E is on his way. He's yep. very entertaining. You know, he keep he he keeps you engaged on what's going on. So I like what they're doing with Big E, man. And I hope they keep that strap around him for for a good little while. They kept it around Bobby Lasley for a long time. They so, did. Uh, <laughs> they did. Look like they got some good things in store. I really really like what he did on went going to SmackDown and challenging. <clears throat> The head of the table in the mm. match. I'm looking forward to that. I think that's tonight, if I'm not mistaken. So we get I'm a six looking, man tag tonight. Yeah, six yeah. man tag. New Day tonight. versus yeah, yeah, the Bloodline. Yeah, that's I, yeah. Mm-hmm. so I'm I'm looking forward to that tonight. For uh, sure. So seeing him, you you really don't see champions come from Raw and go on SmackDown and no. challenge. No. You know, head of the table and mm-hmm. then you know uh, for the tag team champions. But I, I I like what's what's happening with our with our uh, black faces in WWE. I hope it continues, D. Absolutely. Um, real quick for me, I was excited to see it. I seen Big E's journey, and to me, it's bigger than just uh, being a fan of wrestling. I know what it represents when I look on TV and I see somebody who looked like me being the face of the company. All right, very ecstatic for Kofi Kingston when he won his championship. Very ecstatic for Big E. Rock, multiple-time world champion. Booker T, multiple-time world champion. Bobby Lashley, even though I said some unkind things about Bobby Lashley <laughs> last year, I'll give Lashley credit. His run was decent. I like what they did with him. They dressed him up. They gave him a different type of demeanor. He had some pretty grip matches with Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton. He had a decent run, you know what I'm saying? So um, I tip my cap to Bobby Lashley's uh, championship run, but I think Big E brings something different. He's outside of the box. He's unorthodox. He's not that pretty sculpted model like when you look at The Rock. Um, I think Booker T and Big E kind of rival each other because when you see Booker T, East Side. Mm. Eastside, Moncrief Liquor Lounge, La Villa, (laughs) Jackson High School, Reigns and Reebok High School when you see Booker T. When you see Big E, Big E brings out the new generation type athlete. He looks weird. He doesn't look like he should look the way he does. His haircut is different. The clothes that he wears, he doesn't look like he's acceptable in society. Well, that's what black men go through every single day. Mm-hmm. Even though our culture and the way we look, the way we talk, the way we dress, that's always being taken and used with other type of cultures. But Big E represents that. And I like that they're embracing Big E for what he is and for what he's not. 
And I think he's going to bring a jolt of energy to this championship. He's definitely going to lift the face of Raw up because they've been terrible. Mm. Talk they've about been it. terrible. And finally, you know, Drew McIntyre be able to get back in the mix. Now there's another champion and stuff like that. But we just want to say congratulations to Big E. It's good to see a black man be the face of the WWE, even though Roman Reigns is the very best in the business. I think there's nobody better than Reigns, AEW, or WWE. I think AEW is doing better than WWE, but I think Reigns is the best in the business. And to see Big E across from him got me interested. Mm. I'll be paying attention as the new day in the bloodline mm. go to battle tonight. Be good one. Something fresh for Monday Night Raw. Can't wait to see it. So it's rare that we open up our show with uh, wrestling, but we had to tip our cat to WWE for all you wrestling fans. Who, I mean, all you fans of who don't all you fans of our show who don't really know too much about wrestling. Google Big E. Watch out for him on YouTube and kind of get a feel of why we decided to open up the show. It's a pretty monumental moment to see a guy like him be the head of the table, so to speak, in WWE. No disrespect to you, Roman. All right, man. So we're going to jump out of that. We're going to go ahead and get into the national. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not talking National Football League. We're going to talk some college athletics first. We're going to talk some college football week. I believe it's week three uh, of the college football season. And uh, let's go ahead and play a little bit. Uh, probably the greatest college football theme song of all time. That's right. It is uh, the SEC on CBS. All right, Black. Let's go ahead and jump right into it, man. Uh, college football week uh, three was a man. It was a very good week for college football. We had some decent games. We had some upsets, but we're not going to hold you. Let's go ahead and get down to Gainesville, Black. Game of the week, game of the day. The Florida Gators, Alabama Crimson Tide, down in Gainesville, 100,000. One of the most anticipated games of the season. Ultimately, Alabama escapes 31-29 or something like mm-hmm. that in the, in the swamp. Black, give me your thoughts. Well, let's just start off with Florida. Okay, because there's a lot with this game. Talk about the Gators, man, and how they played this game, preferably the first half versus the second half. What would you think about Florida and Emory Jones during this game? Man, I seen a lot of fight in Florida Gators, mm-hmm. man. I I really I really thought I really believe Florida had a chance and would have would pull this game out. But they did, man. But I love the fight that I seen from Florida from, you know, being down early, like yep. 21 down. Man, mm-hmm. and to fight back, man, and, and see Emory Jones, man, just, you know, go through the motions. Not, well, not go through the motions. Just, you know, just take what he was given, make plays. The kid made, the kid made big plays. The running game for Florida, man, is amazing. Yeah. Like, those guys can run the rock, man. I, uh, shoot, I wish my team could look like how Florida looks. You know, <sighs> like, that's another story. But, yeah. um, man, I love what Florida is doing. Man, <laughs> It, it, it ain't nothing you can hate on about Florida right now, man. Like, what they're doing and what Dan Mullen is building in Gainesville, 
It's it, it it won't be long, D. It just uh, <laughs> a few players away and a and a and a quarter maybe a quarterback away because they have the talent, man, to to make it to get to a playoff. But it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Florida moving forward. But very very impressed uh, how Florida man was able to battle and get back in this game and make it very very interesting. I know it got a little. Com- I, I was looking at it and it seemed like it got a little comfortable for Nick on the sideline. <laughs> you know when he go to scratching the head or the headset on. Nick had the headset on. He did. Uh, he did. The second whole half. second half. He did. So he did. Yeah, man. It was it was it was fun to watch. Great football. I enjoyed every every minute of it. Ninety thousand plus. Let me tell you that atmosphere in Gainesville, man. It, it rivals some of the best, man, because that atmosphere is crazy in there. When they get that 90,000 plus in there, nuts, man, it's nuts. But, man, shout out to uh, the Gators on, you know, fighting, showing fight, and uh, shout out to Alabama on a, on a big win to keep them number one in the polls. Yeah. Florida, uh, you had two different teams in this game. One team in the first half. They kind of shot themselves in the foot in a couple plays. Emory threw uh, a bad interception. <clears throat> I think that was in the first quarter. And the Gator offense just couldn't get going. They couldn't get going, and that's credit to the Alabama defense. Um, but they started gaining some things in the second quarter. You've seen Florida able to run the ball in the second quarter, um, start to get some uh, players in space in the second quarter, and kind of breathe some life. That game was very, very close from getting bust open. Very, very – it got so bad, our college football cor- correspondent – Tyrone Koppel was ready to throw in the flag in the second quarter. Mm. My man, my man just was tweeting off, te- te- texting and tweeting off that I just, it's over, dog. It's over. But credit Dan Mullen adjustments. Going into that second half, they started running that rock. Running that rock, utilizing Emory Jones, utilizing the running games, the options, the, the the everything that they were doing. Florida was really wearing down Alabama. Mm, they were hands on the hips for the Crimson Tide defensive linemen. Second guessing back there with the linebackers. The secondary started playing a little bit up, and that's where Emory Jones not being able to throw the ball downfield probably cost Florida. I think Alabama knew the run was coming and they couldn't stop it. But certain plays called by Dan Mullen opened up things for them to get in the end zone. But I was telling said I was like Tyrone Coppel. I was telling him, where AR, man, this is where you need AR right here to throw it over the top. That's how you beat Alabama. If you look at Alabama's last five losses, I can't take credit for this stat. Got to get this one to uh, uh, the college game day. The last five quarterbacks to beat Alabama blew the top off. Mm-hmm. That secondary. And Florida found a chink in that armor by running the football that you don't really see. Mm-hmm. Alabama don't give up run like that. Yeah. That kind of locked that up. But credit to Dan Mullen. Florida gave it everything they could. Resilient group uh, that Dan Mullen has. These guys would not quit. Leadership on display by Emory Jones. Being in his offensive lineman's face. Telling his receivers to stick with him. You saw a lot of positives coming out of Florida to try to get this win. But hey, time and time again, what happens with old Nick? You thought you had him, didn't you? You thought you had him. Shout out to the freshman. 90,000 Mr. Bryce Young. 22 for 35. 233 in the air. And three tubs not a single turnover. Give him the Heisman. <laughs> Dang. Box it up. He went into this, env- and I said this last week on the show. 
This kid is tremendous poised. So you changing your Heisman pick right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poised. Dang. Poised. In Gainesville. A true leader with this offense. Not putting Alabama in positions where they could beat themselves. I was so impressed by this kid. Yeah. Very impressed. Not the fact that he's ultra talented like Spencer down in Oklahoma. No, no, no. That's not That's not what I'm impressed. I'm impressed by the poise. It's loud down there. It is. It's hot down there. Mm-hmm. And he ain't never been there. Never. He from California. <laughs> he don't know nothing about that humidity in the swamp at 430 in the afternoon. God bless. <laughs> So that's why I was impressed. If that kid would have made one mistake, Florida wins that ball game. Yeah, you're right. But he didn't. He didn't. Bama gets the win. You got something on that? Yeah, and and, and it was crazy to hear, man, in the lead up to the game, everybody was saying how, man, the last quarterback to come down here that was ranked this high was, you know, was was, uh, Auburn with uh, Bo Nix. Good God. He ain't no Bo Nix. He ain't. And then you just got to know, man, he plays for Nick Saban. Nick Saban is always going to have his quarterback. Mm -hmm. Quarterback ready to rock and roll. It's been a long time since we've seen a quarterback look bad under the watch of Nick Saban. It's been a while. Especially Especially in big games. It's just, man, look, Nick Saban knows how to win football games that matter. And it's some, and he had, and, and it's just a kickoff for Florida, man. He has a few more of them on the schedule, man, and I'm excited to see, man. And, yes, he does. And this, and this old, this old Miss team talking about a team that can blow the top off. I have to agree with our football correspondent, and and say it, even said it. He was like, man, look, he called I it. like Ole Miss to get it done because that them boys right now. October second. Oh man, October second. I can't wait to see it, D. But back to Florida and um and Alabama, man, just an amazing, amazing football game. I was intrigued from start to begin, and I was locked in yeah. on the game, man. I uh, I <clears> usually <throat> don't sit and watch Florida play, but man, just to see what um. To see what Dan Mullen is building, it's, it's only a matter of time for them, man. They coming, and they going to knock a door down soon. But, yep. hey, when you when you are uh, going against the best, <laughs> hey, man, you <laughs> you can't make mistakes. Can't slip, man. You can't slip. So, that's all this was. Uh, Alabama just showed how, how uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm sorry. How not, like, how more far away they are better than everybody else. And they're able to get the job done in any circumstance or anywhere they go. Bama is always that team, man, that is going to get it done under the watch of Nick Saban. And they're better because they don't make mistakes. Yeah. You could play them as good as Florida played them, but Alabama didn't make no mistakes. Bryce Young didn't make any mistakes. And that's why Alabama got to win. Impressive win. Let me tell you something. This schedule for Alabama this year, this one of the toughest Saban's going to run into in a long time. And we didn't think that at first. We did not. We didn't. We did not. But you look at the teams that's coming up, mm-hmm. there's some very tough matchups awaiting them. Just alone, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, Auburn could be still be doing some good at towards the end of the year. They could be, I mean, look, they at the end of the year, they could face six teams in the top 25. Mm-hmm. That's a tough schedule. That is. And for a freshman quarterback to be as poised, I mean, how much tougher is it going to get in the environment in Gainesville for Bryce Young? Mm. How much tougher? I don't think it's going to get any tougher for the environment. Yeah. But definitely, our eyes are glued for October 2nd. 
Mm-hmm. When the fighting Lane Kiffins come to town, I think I think when he I think when he go to A and M, that's gonna be rocking too because that's a hundred thousand plus right there. College Station, College, I think College Station gonna be rocking. But as far as I think game, being in Gainesville and in Gainesville, it's like everybody up on you, on top of you. They on top of you. It don't seem like it's you yeah, know some states that seem far away. They on top of yeah, you, but they on top. Uh, Florida's in Oregon Stadium on top of you. They be on top of you, mm-hmm. and it's like it's right there in your face, man. And he won't see no environment like that, man. Again this year, in, yeah. in my opinion, I have to agree with you too, D, yeah. on that. Yeah, so great win for the Crimson Tide. They move on. Florida definitely a team to still be record with. All right, let's move on to the Nittany Lions and the Whiteout. All right, at Penn State, the Auburn Tigers came to town. Very good game out here at the Whiteout this past Saturday night. And at Penn State, um, Auburn falling 20-28. to Penn State getting the win in a very, very close game. And I have my thoughts on why Auburn lost. Well, let's go ahead and kick it to you, my man. What did you think about Penn State getting a big win? Big win against the SEC Power uh, this past Saturday night. Look, man, I want to say this before I get into the game, man. If I was a college athlete and being the guy that I am, I'm big on tradition. I love – I would have to go to Penn State, man. It's nice out there, I boy. Just, it's just something – Electric. <laughs> it's just something about it, man. Not it, Just that and seeing the whiteout, man, to see how, how crazy that atmosphere is, even – my son even texted me. Marcel texted me. He was like, man, I would love to go to Penn State just for the environment and the tradition. Like, <laughs> man, it is wild in Pennsylvania, man. Like, the, the whole whiteout thing, man, that's like, that got to be like one of the best games of the year, man, when they play every one year. of your top, top teams every year. So, man, it's a big deal. I enjoyed every bit of that game, but... Um, yeah, man, I was, I was, I was really, really impressed with Auburn. I thought Auburn was gonna get the, the doze uh, beat off okay. them, bro. I really did, but I feel like Bo Nick's growing up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the new regime they got in there that's mm-hmm. holding him more accountable, and not just you know daddy's son who mm-hmm. you know following in the footsteps, mm-hmm. but seem like he's been held accountable. Didn't make, didn't make many mistakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, turning the ball over, but it was some clean plays that he couldn't make in the passing game against Penn State. Penn State made the big plays that need to be made defensively and offensively. I thought it would be kind of – I was thinking that with all the all the talk and everything going on, Penn State would have wanted to come out and make a statement with James Franklin being in the news about USC and all that. So I was thinking Penn State wanted to make a statement, but they could not pull away from Auburn. Mm-mm. Auburn stayed right there. Auburn defense looks really good. Strong. I was really impressed with Auburn's defense. So uh, it, overall, man, I was excited with the game. I'm starting to think here about Penn State's quarterback. I don't know. He just seemed like he managing, D. I don't know how you feel about him. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like he managing. He gets the ball to his athletes in space and let them – do they thing? Sean Clifford was twenty eight for thirty two, which is not bad numbers. Two eighty two touchdowns and an interception. So and um, what they had, uh, Noah Kane had nineteen carries, forty five yards and a touchdown. And then the C- the the receiver, uh, Dotson, uh, ten receptions, seventy yards and a magnificent touchdown catch that he had in the back of the end zone. Yes, tiptoeing. So man, just a, a great game, great environment. Uh, very excited to see where Auburn goes from here because I think they're going to uh make some noise this year, man, with that team they got. Their new regime and everything that they got in Auburn seems like they have it under control and figuring some things out. But uh, very impressed with Penn State picking up a big win uh, against Auburn. Great environment. I loved it. I loved it. Of course, we didn't get a whiteout game last year. 
uh, due to the pandemic. But just just from memory, Ohio State coming into time for the whiteout, Michigan coming into time for the whiteout. I mean, to get this unique environment where an SEC power like Auburn comes to town uh, for a whiteout game was just that's why college football is what it is. You just don't get the opportunity to see Auburn at Penn State mm-hmm. <laughs> in a whiteout game. We may never see this again in our lifetime. Never. Never. So that's the why the uniqueness of college football was just on display like never before this past Saturday night. I was glued to the TV for two reasons. I wanted to see how Penn State would respond to the big dog coming to town. Even though Auburn was ranked 20th or something like that, and Penn State was a higher-ranked team, this is still the SEC. Mm -hmm. It's different down there. We acknowledge that. So I wanted to see how James Franklin would have his guys prepared. And boy, were they prepared. James Franklin got athletes on that defense. He does. That secondary is good. Mm-hmm. Bo Nix ain't, but that secondary for the <laughs> Penn State Nittany Lions is good. Bo Nix, solid job. But here's why Auburn won't be Alabama. Here's why Auburn won't be Texas A&M. Here's why Auburn will finish third in the SEC West. Bo Nix can't beat you with his arm. Mm. He can beat you with his leg. For granted, no turnovers. But he can't beat you with his arm. He can't. He's a sophomore. Okay, cool. He's got another year under his belt. But let me tell you something. I don't know how much more Bo Nix can be any better. How much more can he be? If he can't drop back 25 to 30 times and get you 250 to 300 in the air with two tubs and no picks or three tubs and one pick, Auburn won't win. And that's what happened this past Saturday night. That's what happened. Auburn was not in the position where they could literally drive down the field by throwing the football. They had to stick to the run. The run's not good enough in an environment like that with 100,000 people screaming in all white. And by the way, those Auburn hammers were sharp. With the white face mask, I really like those. They were good. You know, the blue face mask and how they used to have it, it's cool. But I really like that white face mask that they got on there with the different uh, spin to the uh, helmet that they had. But anyway, Auburn played well. Great running game, solid defense. Auburn's going to be in all their football games this year. They might even upset somebody. But I just think when it when they needed a playmaker with the ball in his hands, Bo Nix just couldn't deliver. And it's not a knock on the kid, even though we've ripped him to shred on this show several, several times. Penn State and their athletes, their offense, their quarterback, they just simply got the job done, and they did not fold to the pressure of SEC power coming to town. And henceforth, now you got a top 10 team uh, out there in Pennsylvania uh, with the Penn State and Nittany Lions. Look out for them. I said it. Look, Yeah, <laughs> look out for them. This might be the – even though James Franklin has had uh, – I think he went like 9-2 and two that year when he mm-hmm. had Chase Masorley. This might be the team yeah. that really kicks down the door and say, let us into the I, And I really think that team he had with McSorley and uh, Barkley and them boys when they went to the Rose Bowl, Bowl and fought, played, played USC. I mm-hmm. really think that was one of his better teams. But this team, it seemed like it's more athletic. Yes. You know, everything was so based on Mc, what Barkley and what McSorley could yep. do. Mm-hmm. You know, but this team athletic. Defensively, they can get you. Offensively, they can get you. Like they make plays all over the field, man. So and, and and it don't stop there. Like James Franklin, this just not a surprise. This man has the number one recruiting class in twenty twenty two. 
He has a number one recruiting class so far in 2022. They so he's now. getting the talent to come all the way to Pennsylvania in the cold. They, they get him to come there. They coming. And man, he's doing just such a great job. And um, to see what Penn State goes from here, still got some some tough games ahead of them. Yep. But I'm liking what I'm seeing for them to beat a team like Auburn. See, these games this week, for some reason, just felt like it was the 90s type of games. You yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. Auburn, Penn State. We got, yeah. we got an old throwback with Oklahoma and Nebraska. Who yep. really what game really lived up and and was and was good. Yep. You know, so I like to see these old games, man, these old throwback type games that we used to get in the 90s with uh Auburn, Auburn and Penn State and then uh having Oklahoma and Nebraska. It was it was good to watch, D. Yeah, very good, very good. I agree with you on that. You had some matches this week that kind of took you back to the late 90s, early 2000s for sure. All right, Black, let's see. Hmm, Cincinnati Bearcats. Mm. They for real? They're going to keep it going. Huge win this week at Indiana. 38-24 win. Looked like Indiana was poised for the upset in the third quarter. But by God. <laughs> Talking about no, you can't have this. Cincinnati yeah. running away with it in the fourth quarter. Getting a big win. The eighth-ranked Bearcats. What do you think about them? Uh, man, I... Th- <laughs> I th- I think they will on their way. We seen them last year. They were kind of they we were they were that sneaky quiet you know team last year, and now you know be in a, Indiana not no slouch team. Tough team. They play all the games they play. They never get blowed out. They no. play teams tough, and to go in Indiana. Yep. And get a big win like that. Well, at first it looked like okay we might have a problem here. But to come out in that second half, shout out to their quarterback, Ritter. Ritter. Man, 20 for 36, 210, one touchdown and an interception. But the kid played big down the stretch when he needed to. Rushing touchdown. You know, so it, it was good to see to see him play in, in, in a tough environment yep. like uh, Indiana. But, man, I'm, I'm impressed with what I'm seeing from um, – from Cincinnati, I'm I'm pretty sure that their head coach is gonna be getting a call or interview sometime soon. I don't know from where, but mm. I think it's time. D like this this guy's been knocking at the door for a very long time mm. since he left Ohio. When since he was at Ohio State, and he was an interim coach mm-hmm. for Ohio State a, a, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see Cincinnati. I think they are a real team mm-hmm. to beat a team like Indiana and have that on your schedule and have it on your resume. I think that's a big deal. Solid win for the Bearcats. They're one of my sleeper teams. Of this year, uh, Mr. Ryder is a Ritter or Ryder, excuse me for butchering your name, young man, but um, he's going to be a Heisman Dark Horse. Cincinnati is poised to make the playoff this year. Huge game in South Bend in just a couple of weeks. Yes. The Bearcats go to Notre Dame, potential top 10 matchup. It's on the table. Cincinnati could be the school to bust through the door first for the playoff. We've all had Pac-12, SEC, ACC, Big Ten, Big 12 schools make it. We haven't made it, had a school outside of them make it. Cincinnati is poised to kick down this door if they can take care of Notre Dame in a couple weeks. But we'll talk about that later. I like this team. It looked like they were in trouble, like you said. And it's like some gears got just cut on. And they were like, oh, no, sir. Like we say... If you don't know about Indiana football like me and Black do, go do some research. These kids fight. You're not going into Indiana taking nothing. You got to earn those victories against the Hoosiers. We see them Saturday weekend and week out scaring your favorite team to death. Mm-hmm. And what do they do again? On the brink of knocking off a top 10 team, the Hoosiers made it very difficult for the Bearcats. 
but good coaching, leadership on display in that fourth quarter by the Bearcats. They get to win 38 to 24, setting themselves up. When these guys from the committee go and look at their schedule at the end of the year, they're going to go to that Indiana game. No, Indiana wasn't ranked. No, Indiana's not prepared to win the Big Ten, but that's a tough team. And I guarantee you, Indiana finishes around 8-4, and four, makes a decent bowl game, and probably beats the hell out of somebody in the bowl game. Mm-hmm. That's a great win for the Bearcats. Going to be watching them closely. Cincinnati could be on their way. All right, but let's go ahead and head down to South Beach. Now, look, I know Florida State trash, and I'm not allowed to talk no kinds of trash, but the hell with that. But y'all sorry, Miami boy. (laughs) But y'all is trash. In South Beach, the Michigan State Spartans, who know nothing about humidity, who know nothing about heat, them boys eat cornbread and whole milk for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And they came down here. <clears throat> they came down here and literally bullied and suffocated the Miami Hurricanes. The Hurricanes, ain't, they look like they ain't even belong on the same field with the Spartans. I called it at the beginning of the year. I called it. We both called it. The Spartans (laughs) came down here and they made them waters muddy. Especially when we seen what they did that Thursday night opening week. Oh, my God. (laughs) The Spartans are now ranked because they obliterated the Hurricanes. (laughs) I'm going to say this and I'm going to throw it to black. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on here because even though I hate Florida, I hate Miami. Y'all ain't did nothing. Y'all ain't won nothing. Y'all ain't did anything. A lot of y'all who are Miami Hurricanes, you were three years old when they won their last national championship. You know nothing about winning in Miami and about the U. You know Mm -hmm. nothing. And now, all this hype that y'all had coming into this year? Huh. If it weren't for Appalachian State botching a field goal or something like that, you could be 0-3 just like the Seminoles. (laughs) But I digress. Big win by Michigan State. The new regime up there, they have some great coaches. Those kids believe and watch out for the Spartans. The Buckeyes come to town soon. The Buckeyes come to town soon. Watch out for the Spartans Mm -hmm. and Ohio State in a few weeks. I'm going to leave that there. What you got on this game, Black? You know, I just want to give a special shout out right now, D. Okay, okay. Mel Tucker, I love you. Mel Tucker, I love you. My man's was down in South Beach with that black shorts on, my boy. I have never in my life seen a head coach wear shorts. Ever. 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 My guy had on the black shorts. He was less, he was like, let's go down here to Miami and say, what's up, then? Absolutely. Look, Absolutely. man, when we were previewing games and we were talking about teams, yeah. the Spartans are very sneaky. We didn't know what the Spartans had. We didn't talk about them much on the preview show. Right. But me and D seemed something for them Thursday night when they kicked off, man. And we was like, man. Look out, man. I don't know what they got going on down in Michigan State. Yeah. <laughs> but boy, Mel Tucker, Mel Tucker got something brewing down there, up there in Michigan State, bro. Yes, sir. I don't know what it is, but man, to go in Miami and just beat them like that. Let me tell you something, Manny Diaz, it's time to go. Oh my goodness. I know I can't talk much, man. It's t- you done been there four or five years. See ya. It's time to go. What you done done? Beat Florida State? You ain't done shit. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. Excuse the language. You ain't done nothing. No, sir. <laughs> Every big moment you had, you have had from Clemson to Michigan to Alabama, you dropped the ball. Brains beat in. Something has to change for Miami. It has to change. Obviously, Manny Diaz is not the guy for, for this job, for this team. He cannot be there four years, four or five years, and think it's just okay to keep your job beating Florida State. No. It is not. And I hate to say that, Dan. I hate to say that. Truth, though. Look, Miami has no run game. Mm-hmm. If De'Aaron King has to throw the ball 59 times. Good God. 38 for 59, 388, two touchdowns and two picks. Dear Lord. Where's the running game? Do you want to know what the running back, that the starting running back, or whoever the leading rusher was? You want to know what his carries was? Hmm? A whopping 11 carries for 44 yards. <laughs> he lied. And let me tell you something about Michigan. That young running back they got over there, Mr. Mr. K. Walker the third. 27 carries, 172. A gangster. He ain't playing no games. He got that nasty number nine. I, lo- I love it. Gangster I like gangster. that number nine. Gangster, gangster. He a gangster. <laughs> he a let, gangster. Let me tell you, man. Great, great <laughs> win yes. by Michigan, man. I yes. seen I was like, man, they better watch out. Yes. They better watch out for Michigan. The Michigan came down to Miami. I mean, look, man. Michigan this, State, man. Man, Crazy. look. Mel Tucker is a defensive Minded coach. This man came down to South Beach with his shorts on. I can't get over it. Shorts was over the knees, my boy. I see this man ain't playing no games. My boy came down for a vacation. When I seen that, I said, oh, yeah, they winning. The Spartans. <laughs> the Spartans. <laughs> yeah, man. But shout out to Michigan, man, on the big win. Like D say, man, hey, Ohio State come in. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Ohio State, let me tell you. Don't, don't just look at the score and think. Everything is pretty. Ohio State is struggling. Yes, sir. They putting teams away late. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You can't do that against a team like Michigan. The, Michigan, Michigan State. State. The Sparties. And they get their opportunity, like you said. DM. They do. Man, you better watch out. In a few weeks. But, yeah, shout out to Mich- Michigan State, man, on a huge win down in South, on, in South Beach beating the Miami Hurricanes. In a few weeks, they come to town. All right, man, let's go on and get this over with, though. Seminole fans right now just need to hush right now. All Seminole fans right now, we need to sit back and chill. I talk a lot of shit. I talk a lot of shit, man, about my Seminoles, man. I love us. At least I do. But, man, this shit here, listen, man, we need to sit back. We need to sit our ass back. That shit there was an embarrassment. We only two weeks into this damn thing and I'm ready to give up! You think I want this? It just happened! <sighs> New Sports Desk. <clears throat> so, I'm not gonna sit up here and cry or do some heavy breathing, even though I just did that. I'm not going to sweat. I'm not going to do none of those things. Florida State, once again, got embarrassed. But this time, it's a little different. 
Florida State losing 35-14 to the fighting Demidinkas of Wake Forest where Chris Paul and his entire family <laughs> at the game. <laughs> Second time in the history of Florida State since 1977, the Seminoles start off 0-3. <laughs> now, here's the kicker. I went back black and I did a little research. Because <clears throat> by this time, the bullet wounds are just here. Mm-hmm. They ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. The concussion bandage ain't leaving. Okay. Knee braces, staying on. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a long year in Tallahassee, yeah. and we're going to be dealing with it. But just real quick, I'm watching the game. Same time Florida-Alabama's playing. I got Florida-Alabama on my big TV, and I got Florida State and Wake Forest on my tablet. And I'm watching the game, and we're getting our brains beat in. And the only thing I'm really watching for is effort. I'm watching for the coaching staff, how they interacting with the kids. And here's what I saw and how I know for a fact that Mark Norville has to go. The kids are walking by him without slapping them five or dapping them. The kids are walking right by him. Not acknowledging him. He's calling for his offense after a safety. And the only kid that stops is the proper Mackenzie Milton. No one else isn't even, they're not even acknowledging Norvell. He's lost this group in three weeks. Gave all we could to Notre Dame. We still lost. Said beautifully by Black last week. A lot of people appreciated you saying that, Black, by the way. Jacksonville State utterly embarrassed. And now, people like Hassan Edwards <laughs> sit in my face on a Wednesday and tell me, hey, D, hey, we're starting ACC play. We legitimately have a shot to go to the ACC championship game. This is what Hassan Edwards looked me in the eye and told me. Hassan, you sick of me beyond belief and I've deleted your contact. (laughs) We're trash. And I know that you know that. Long season for the Noles. Possibly one win on this schedule. Possibly one win on this schedule. The kids aren't fighting. The kids are showing no effort. They do not believe in what's there. They say we can't fire another coach. I say the hell with that. We make billions of dollars. Pay Willie, pay Norvell to sit on the couch, drink lemonade, and watch football every weekend. I don't care. Get me a leader in Tallahassee. Don't get me nobody who has potential. Don't bring me no Conference USA coach this time around. Don't bring me no MEAC coach. Bring me a rider. Bring me a leader in Tallahassee. That's all I got. Black, what do you have on this debacle? Uh, Unlike you, my boy, I didn't watch the game. Good for you, man. I watched the entire Alabama and Florida game. Good for you. Um, I already knew what to expect going into this game. Uh, I expected uh, Wake Forest in the front of Chris Paul and his former teammates who they were honoring. I expected them to get whooped, and that's exactly what happened. 
when you come off of a loss like Jacksonville State and you're and you got to go on the road the very next week, great things are not going to happen, especially when you don't have a leader as a head coach in Mike Norvell. So I didn't waste my time to watch this game, and it's and I'm not going to waste my time to continue to watch these games every Saturday. It's potential Florida State may not win the game. We may not win the game until we play UMass on our schedule. And that's not even a given. Saying that we lost to Jacksonville State. Seeing we lost to Jacksonville State. We are 0-3 since 1976, Bobby Bowden's first year. Mm, 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 mm. D, out of all, 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 as you would say so, so nicely, in our generation of football and in our era of football, yeah. all we know is 10 wins, 11 yeah. wins, 12 and 0. That's all we freaking know. And to have to step back and go all the way back to 1976 <clears throat> and put this team in that back in that time because of their record and how trash they are, it's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. D, I'm I'm already I'm che- like I told you last week I'm checked out. Mm. I was called, I was called. You're not a fan of Florida State, my. Mm. You don't want to watch the games. You don't believe in your team. I don't. Mm. And I'm not a fan right now. Ooh. Because I know what to expect from this team every week. I'm tired of hearing these sobby press conferences from Mike Norvell and his god-awful offensive coordinator every week. Dylan Ham, you are trash. Boy, what? What did you do in camp? Oh, we didn't know they were going to play man the whole game. We hadn't seen much man out of them. So what in the hell were you looking at? I'm just tired of the excuses, D, at this point. Every time you get in front of my... It's excuses. But you know what I haven't heard no one say, no coach or nobody say, Mike Norvell? All I'm hearing is, this is on me. This is on me. That's all I'm hearing. When you gonna when you going to admit you got your damn brains beat in? When are you going to admit things need to, be, need to change? <clears throat> Mike Norvell got in front of a microphone today and said, I believe this team is on the way up. Are you kidding me? He lied. On the way up from what? Yeah! Fire! I agree with D. It's time to go. It's time to go. We need something different. We need something different. I don't I don't even know if we can find a big time head coach. Mm. I don't even know if we can find one, but you gotta find a find a give me the guy from Cincinnati. Seems like he knows what to do. Hmm. Give me him. Hmm. I think he could do a whole lot better than Mike Norvell. Hmm. Give me James Frank. What can I, can I get James Franklin? Hmm. Those guys are leader of men, leader of young men. Mm-hmm. Can I get one of those guys? Mm-hmm. No, but we're going to see. We're going to let ride out with Mike Norvell. Yeah, we're going to give him some time. We're going to mm-hmm. ride him out. We owe him too much money. We don't have to want to pay him and Willie Tiger. Screw that crap. Mm. D, I'm over. I'm checked out. Mm. Don't expect me to watch too many games. I know we have to discuss it, so I'll see it on my phone when we come here and we discuss it. Mm-hmm. Give you the rundown. I'll hear a little interview here and there, and then I'll discuss that. But as far as watching the game, I will not be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am checked out officially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, 
me and you cover sports, and unfortunately, you know, because last year, I ain't going to lie, we kind of bailed out last year, kind of skipped over Florida State. But you know what I told our listeners? You say, you know what, me and Black, we're not cowards. We'll face the music and we'll talk about this god-awful mess in Tallahassee. Because frankly, I don't know when I'm going to come in here and celebrate another Florida State victory. Because I look at the schedule and it doesn't look promising. And I've been giving up, man. I've just given up. And it's sad that we got to come in here. And I'm pretty sure the Florida Gator fans and everybody out there who hates Florida State is loving this. And that's fine. You guys enjoy your run. Enjoy your run out there in Gainesville. You're the only guys who I want to hear from. I don't want to hear from no Miami Hurricane fan that telling me that they're better than us because they beat App Appalachian State. 28 to 26. Don't want to hear from you. The only fans in the, in the state of Florida that can speak Oh, the Florida Gators. That's it. So one last thing before we move on, because we got a couple more games, a couple more things to touch. Black, Florida and Florida State are taking the field soon. And I have breaking news into the sports desk about Florida State and Miami. Are you ready for this? Florida, Florida State has been moved from 3.30 on ABC to 3 in the morning on the Home Shopping Network. Once again, breaking news into the sports desk, Florida State and Miami has been moved from ABC 3.30 to 3.30 a.m. on the freaking home shopping network. And for the first time ever, there won't be any commentators. (laughs) Moving on. Good God. All right, Black, got a question for you. I want to see where you at with this, man, because I have some thoughts, man. Black, what is going on in Arkansas? Are the Razorbacks turning the corner? Black, do you think the Razorbacks are going to make some noise in the SEC West? Uh, D, let me tell you something, man. I believe what I'm seeing. Okay. And let me tell you something. Saturday at 3.30. Oh, my goodness. I'm locked in, my boy. Listen to my goodness. Listen to me. I don't even know Arkansas head coach name, quarterback, or running back, or defense. I don't know nothing, but I know that state them be rocking one hundred thousand plus. My goodness, hundred thousand plus be rocking in there. My now. goodness. My goodness. To see the environment when these boys beat Texas Longhorns, that sold me. That sold me. And to see how these boys competed, and to and to let Texas know, oh, uh, uh-uh. uh. You might be coming to the SEC, but you ain't ready yet. Arkansas has been abysmal for the past decade in in the SEC. I mean... And they're finding a way to win football games. And you know what's going to be the cap on the hat? When they get Texas A&M in that thing on Saturday at 3.30 and they beat them. Mm. Mm. I love what Arkansas is doing, D. I think I believe they are turning the corner, and I got them up Satan the Aggies Saturday mm. at 3.30. Let me tell you something right now. <laughs> Mr. Jefferson, the quarterback for the Arkansas Razorbacks, is about that life. 
the running game for the Razorbacks, they literally have five running backs that they swap in and they swap out. And Mr. Johnson is a gangster. 14.5 carries on the ground just eviscerated Georgia Southern. I know they're not that good, but God. Let me tell you something right now, man. 3.30. (laughs) CBS. The Aggies come calling for the Razorbacks. This thing here, we ain't seen it before. Well, we ain't seen it. Hell, even when Darren McFadden was in school, they weren't this good. They was. They, they weren't was this. Good. They weren't like this though. With this type of offense, it was uh, all McFadden. That's that, that's tough, D. It was all McFadden no, on that was, offense. It was, it was two run. It was McFadden and the other running back. I can't think his. I forget. His but they got receipt. They got receipt. Cadillac. With, Cadillac. No, not no, Cadillac. No, no. They was at Auburn. Uh, yeah. Uh, I know who you talking about, about, but I can't remember. It was yeah. McFadden. It was. I know. Said no. He probably screamed in uh, somewhere <laughs> right now. But listen, bro. They got receivers too. Yeah. I'm looking at this kid numbers, D. This kid was 13 for 23, 360. Big all. 366 and three touchdowns. Man, the freaking receiver, Trey Burke, whatever his name is. Three receptions, 127. In the Big all. Listen, man. A&M got quarterback problems. Yes, they do. They do. Look, man. I'm, I'm just telling you, when you, you know... You know how you see when your team is trash, and you know when you see a team that's turned the corner. I believe Arkansas has turned that corner. What they are doing in Arkansas right now, and I know, and you, and they said it on football last night. They say Jerry Jones so ecstatic right now. He don't know what to do with himself. He pumping all kind of money into Arkansas. <laughs> they say Jerry Jones gonna be in the building Saturday. Yes, he will. This is a big deal right here, D. Big game. Arkansas is ranked number 20 in the polls. Yeah. A&M is ranked in the top six, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Let me, matter of fact, I need to look. Number seven. I want to be, they rank, number seven. They rank number seven. If they, if they knock these boys off, D, they, <laughs> they could leap, D. They could leap. They could. Because this is that's a top 10 team. Yeah. We hadn't seen Arkansas beat them. And if they beat them convincingly. Mm-hmm. We can see these boys leap. I really believe that. We've seen it before now. We've seen teams that knock teams off in the top 10 and they leap in the polls. Sure. Arkansas has it. I have to agree with you. That quarterback they got, Mr. Problems. Jefferson, he's problems. I don't know if A&M is going to be ready for this kid. I don't believe they're going to be ready for this kid. I have <clears throat> I have Arkansas beating this game. I at least got, I got Arkansas by 10, man. Wow. I got Arkansas by 10. Okay. I believe Arkansas has turned that court. Man, I would have never thought Arkansas would have been this this year. They It's a whole 360 from what we seen last year with them. Look up the head coach. I'm going to read off their next few games right now. Because okay. I, I know who the head coach is, but I can't think of his name. So they're 3-0. and They've already beat the Longhorns in week two. Massive win, 40-20 in Arkansas. The Aggies come calling this Saturday, 3-30 on CBS. But Black, listen to the next four weeks for the Razorbacks. They got Texas A&M this Saturday. Then the dogs come calling from Georgia. Oh, the dogs come now? No, no, no. I'm just they, saying. They, oh, go, okay. they go to Georgia. Oh, Back-to-back weeks, Georgia Ole Miss. 
Back-to-back weeks. And then to top it off, the Tigers from Auburn come out there on October 16th. Aggies, Bulldogs, Rebels, and Tigers four weeks straight for the Razorbacks. Four weeks straight for the Razorbacks. Hellacious slate. That is. To see if these boys is really about that life. So with that... (laughs) With with that schedule and no and and them, are those games all in a row? Yeah, I feel like they gotta get A and M. They gotta get A and M. They can't lose the A and M. The head coach is uh, Arkansas Razorback is Sam Pittman. Mm-hmm. Sam Pittman, he's a uh, originally hold on originally uh, five years when he signed in 2020, He's an offensive minded coach. When we see that, mm-hmm. we see that he's. This offense is just different. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know they had this kid Jefferson. I don't know if he's a transfer or what, but mm-hmm. this kid got something. Mm-hmm. He got the goods, and boy, three mm-hmm. thirty on Saturday in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's gonna be a hell of a time. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to this one, D. Mm-hmm. I circled this one when they announced it. I was like, oh man, this is gonna be good. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about Arkansas. I believe they have turned this corner, D. And then it's going to be very, very interesting to see how they play against the Georgias and the Ole Miss and those, and those teams uh, along those lines. But, man, they got a hell of a schedule. I didn't know that schedule was that tough. But I believe this Saturday they get A&M at home okay. by 10. I think they, I think they go 2-2 two and two in this slate. I think they go 2-2. Two and two. So what's the other team? You think they get Auburn? I think they beat Auburn. But you think they lose to Ole Miss and Georgia? I think they lose to Georgia for sure. Where's the Ole Miss game at? It's there. In Arkansas. No, they go to Ole Miss. Ugh. And they go to Georgia. <clears throat> yeah. They go to Georgia, Ole Miss back to back. Man, that's tough. Oh, okay. I'm going to say this. I think they lose the AM. I think they lose really? the AM. 100,000. 100,000. College Station. No, they in the, it's, it's in Arkansas. Is it? Oh, yes. it is. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I still think AM gets them by a field goal late. Really? I do. I do. So you don't think they've turned the corner? I do think they've turned the corner for their program. Yes, I do. I think they go two and two in the slate. I think they lose to AM. They they lose to Georgia. I think they go on the two game skid. And then they beat Ole Miss. And then they beat Auburn. I think they catch Ole Miss after Alabama beat them. Yeah, I said it. I think they catch Ole Miss after Alabama beat them. That's what I think happens. I think they go two and two in the slate. I think they get A and M, bro. All right, we are gonna see. I won't be mad. I won't be mad if they do, cause I love to see a team that come out of nowhere and do their thing, man. So I just want to ask you about the Arkansas Razorbacks, man, cause they've been making some more noise in their first three weeks of the season, man. So big game this Saturday. A and M comes to town. Look forward to seeing Jerry Jones and the whole family man. at the game three thirty CBS. 3.30 CBS. All right, man. All right, so going to go through some games for next week coming up. Now, we're going to get back to doing our dog games of the week. We got to get Mr. Coppola to pick out the games, man. He going to get, uh, get you know, Mr. Coppola's schedule has changed a little bit, so we're going to get him to send us a voice note and pick out some dog games of the week for us. But right now, we're just going to go through some games and let's see what Black thinks. All right, Black, just off the top. Ooh. Notre Dame heads to Wisconsin, 12 o'clock Fox. Who you got, the Irish or the Badgers? Oh, man. Come on, now. 
I'm gonna go Notre Dame. Go Notre Dame. All right. Now you already called. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Notre Dame as well. All right. You've already called for the upset. Arkansas number 16th ring. Arkansas to knock off the seventh ring. AM Aggies. I'm going the other way. I think AM survives. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got on the slate. Do the Florida Gators get caught slipping? Tennessee coming to town in Gainesville. Do Tennessee have something for the Gators? Uh, Florida by 21. Good God almighty. All right, a couple tricky games on the slate. West Virginia at Oklahoma. Mountaineers coming off the win, knocking off Virginia Tech. Is that a trap game? 7.30 ABC. Trap game uh, for the Sooners? It could, it could be a trap game, but I believe Oklahoma find a sneaky way to win again this week. Sneaky win. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do Michigan State get caught slipping going back home? They welcome in the Cornhuskers. 2-2 two two uh, versus 3-0. and oh. No, I like Michigan State to win. All right. And last on the slate, you got the 0-3 Arizona Wildcats taking on my Oregon Ducks. Do the Ducks get caught slipping this week at 10-30 on ESPN? No, the Ducks don't. They roll big time, maybe by 30. Good God. <laughs> and you know what? Post Stony Brook. I mean, when Stony Brook signed a contract to play Oregon this past Saturday, they had to know what was waiting on them. I mean, the highlights are just gruesome. <laughs> they just gruesome. I mean, they beat the living hell out of them boys for Stony Brook. 48 to nothing or whatever. I mean, good God. I love Cristobal. Cristobal got them boys out there in Eugene rocking. Coming up that Ohio State win in the horseshoe. Watch out for the dogs. I told y'all about UCLA, by the way. I oh, told you. Man. <laughs> I told you. Frizzo State. I told you. They went out there. They got that I win. They got Oregon too, but they did. They, they just, almost did. Dang. But they went out there and they got Chip Kelly. That's a dang, bad loss for them, man. man. That's a bad loss. So even though they can make up some ground because they do got some key games left. But look, man. That was, I thought that was a bad loss for UCLA. Even though they came down, took the lead with like a minute left in the game, Frizzo State just came right down. I mean, UCLA defense can't stop a nosebleed. <laughs> <laughs> and I was rooting for UCLA to win, but I told y'all. I said, That's a big slip up, man. It was. Even boys, though Fresno State is a tough opponent. Yeah. Even though they're a tough opponent. All right, man, we're going to come out of college football, man. Great week in college football. Look forward to happen uh, next week. Now, uh, we're going to do something different. So, we know you guys are used to getting the show late Sunday. So with college football and NFL running throughout the weekend, we want to give you guys a full opportunity to hear us break down the entire week of college football and the entire week of NFL. So this is what we're going to do. We're doing two different shows. We're going to do a week in review wrap up of each week in NFL and college football. So you'll get your college football first on Sunday night, and then you'll get your NFL show on Monday. That's what we're going to do to try to break it up, just to see how it goes, because we have so much to get into. We don't want to rob one to pay the other. You know what I mean? So we're going to get that a shot next week. We're going to give you your college football, all your college football on one show, and then we're going to give all your national football league on another show and then of course we'll incorporate any breaking news or anything that's happening in the sports world on those shows not to be in particular but that's what we will do all right so let's come out of that and let's head to the national football league you know what man i know we hear the nfl on fox man but I, you know i just gotta show ab some love man you know this gonna this is the nfl thing for this week Oh, 
Hey, this reduced lunch spoke, man. Come on, man. You can't hold nothing from me. I got a whole lot of money. I got a whole lot of money. All right, what a way to break in the National Football League. I'm telling y'all, man, y'all go check out that whole lot of money by A.B., man. Y'all go check out that whole lot of money by A.B., man. A.B. got him a record out there with Rose, man. Y'all go y'all go mess with A.B., man, because that boy out there schooling. <laughs> out there schooling. All right, Black, let's go ahead and get into the National Football League. And, man, this is just a great week. Weekend, excuse me, for football, man. College and NFL. Let's go ahead and start with the mega matchup last night, Sunday night football. Ravens, Ravens welcome the Chiefs, the town, and Lamar finally did it. He finally did it. Got Patrick Mahomes 35 to 36 in one of the most wildest games that I've seen, man. I mean, I can't remember a game. That was like up and down like this for both teams. I thought Kansas City was going to run away with this thing in the first half. But somehow, someway, Lamar kept fighting. Finally got that monkey off his back. Finally beating Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. 36-35. Black, what did you see last night, man, with the Ravens finally beating the Chiefs? I just want to say this, man. Okay. Get this man his money, please. Oh, my God. You gotta agree. Get this man yeah, his yeah, money. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Look, we were just talking about a number of things. If y'all didn't hear the NFL preview show, what can Josh Allen do against the good quarterbacks? Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. What can Lamar do against the good quarterbacks? Yeah, we talked about it. He has quietly scratched something else off his list. He has. He has. And to do it in a fashion where you don't even have some of your best players on the field. A lot of them. Lamar Jackson, <laughs> I hate to say he's arrived because he's already been there, but, man, he has taken the next step. He's showing that he can compete with Patrick Mahomes. I'm looking at it, and I'm like, man, the three times that he's played Patrick Mahomes, the, all those games came down to the wire, D. I mean, three points. Close games. Very close games. Yeah. It's just a play or two that just didn't go Lamar way, but they went this way last night. Mm-hmm. The faith that uh, Jim Harbaugh has in this kid – I love it. Mm-hmm. I got to echo some of the words uh, from, I, I, I think Skip Bayless said it. I could be wrong. But he said, man, I, I, I know Aaron Rodgers watching this crying. Because LaFleur should have that trust in Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs last year. Yeah. This man, Jim Harbaugh, looked at Lamar and said, Lamar, you want to go for it? He didn't mm-hmm. talk to his offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. He didn't talk to his quarterback's coach. He asked Lamar if he wanted to go for it. What do you think Lamar was going to say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, hell yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> I'm just loving what they're doing, man. But the game, man, it was, like you do, like you said, the up tails of two different halves, man. Like, it looked like Kansas City was going to run away because, boy, I just knew that they was going to take the top off when he threw that thing to Travis Kelsey and he rolled out. I was like, oh, it might be trouble. Yes, sir. But, man, Lamar found a way to get this thing done, man. And to see this kid, this man is a runner of the football. You hear me? This kid, like, when he run the football, it's like you watch. The best ever to I'm do st- it. I'm still amazed, man, to see this kid, how he run the ball. The best ever. 
I went to YouTube. I went back to YouTube today while I was at work and looked at Lamar when he played Florida State when he put 60 on us. Jesus Christ, in Louisville. And I was God. looking at the way he was running in, D, and he two times better than that now. Yeah. This kid is coming, man. I know it's a lot going on in Baltimore. I think they primed for a good year, D. To get this was a big win for them. This was a big win coming Huge off. Huge win. Coming, especially coming off that, Ra- uh, that oh, tough Raiders loss. Gut-wrenching loss. And just let me say this. I know we're going to talk about it because I know you definitely want to talk about the Raiders. The, the Raiders are coming. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, big win for Lamar. Uh, uh, Pat Mahomes can't hang his head, man. He had a hell of a game as well. But Baltimore just wanted this more. Shout out to Lamar and Baltimore, man, on getting a huge win against Kansas City last night. Lamar Jackson is the greatest runner of the football I've ever seen. <laughs> yes. Quarterback or running back. He's the greatest runner of the football that I ever seen. Mm. The stop and go, acceleration, pullback, fast pace, side to side, don't matter whatever the hell it is. Never seen it in my life. And he can run north, east, west, don't south. Don't matter where he's going. <laughs> Look, Michael Vick was spectacular <laughs> as a runner. Gave us things that we never seen. Reggie Bush in college, good God. But what this boy do in the trenches, <laughs> he ain't even in space. He doing this in the trenches. Mm. Go, I challenge anybody, go look, go look. When you see Vick running, it's like Vick was going out and he was clearing land and he was doing his thing. Cam is just a big body. Body. F-350 going through it all. Can't stop him. Reggie Bush in college. Peter Warwick in college. Barry Sanders. Emmy Smith. I don't care who it is. When 8 got that rock, good Lord. (laughs) I'm watching last night in the third quarter towards the end. He go on the little in the shotgun and go around the middle. I mean, he juking cut, left cut, back up cut, out to the out. How you at? How you averaging thirteen yards per carry? The man broke the record last night. Russell Wilson and Cam Newton and Michael Vick were tied for three. They all had three games of a hundred yards rushing and over a hundred yards passing. He eclipsed that last night. He's the only player ever to do that four times, Lamar Jackson. I take credit for that stat. He the only one. Look it up. He the only one. I thought the Ravens was dead. And I'm going to have to say this, dog. Lamar Jackson looked like Michael Jordan out there. Lamar Jackson looked like Braun out there, Kobe out there. When he got a team around him, ain't got no business winning. None. He looked like Braun out there. He looked like Kobe ain't got no business winning. <laughs> Bruh, he ain't he ain't beat the Dolphins. He beat my homeboy. <laughs> and my homeboy went stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I'm having trouble dealing with. My homeboy and the Chiefs went off. But Lamarum just ain't quit. And shout out Harbaugh. McNaggy, you disgust me in Green Bay. LaFleur. <laughs> LaFleur, whatever your name is. Yeah, Flair. You disgust me in Green Bay. John Harbaugh 
screams out on the field, say, Lamar, you want to go for this? Huh? And people like Aaron Rodgers mm. can't get that type of respect in the NFC Championship game on the six-yard line. <laughs> but Lamar Jackson, a fellow MVP in week freaking three, two, gets that type of respect. He's electric. He a baller. And I was hard on Lamar in the offseason. And the only reason I was hard on him, because I love him so much. I want to see him do so well. I'm rooting for Lamar more than any other player in this league. You want to know why? Because what he looked like and what they said about him. Mm. Talk about it. What they said about him. Mm-hmm. Bill Polian, you should have got fired for ESPN. <laughs> Thank you. Bill Polian should have been released from Colin Kyle Hurst show for saying the things that he said about Lamar Jackson. Now he out there flipping hamburgers on his back patio. <laughs> Bill Polian. Anyway, fantastic game last night. The stars were out. Yes, they were. 15 a bad man. But what makes him so great cost him last night. Fourth quarter, trying to make something out of nothing. On his way down to the turf and through that duck pass, it got picked off. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, mental mistake, strip, minute, minute 22 left in the game. You put him back on the field. Mistakes cost the Chiefs. The Ravens won this game. I'm not saying the Chiefs lost it. The Ravens won this game because they fought. They got the most injuries in the league. Mm. 15 players on injury reserve. 15. And Harbaugh said after the game, he looked right into that camera. We're going to fight. You ain't going to punk us. And if you got to play the Baltimore Ravens, you better be ready to go. And he said, oh, yeah, I got Lamar Jackson and you don't. Mm. I love it. Lamar Jackson, God bless you. I'm glad you got the monkey off your back. Keep it going, young fella. Your team going to need you. You're going to be Kobe Bryant this year. You're going to be LeBron James this year. You're going to be Michael Jeffrey Jordan this year. Lamar, keep it going. Great win for the Ravens last night. Fantastic. My God. Black, anything else to add on that? Are you no, good? Man, I'm, just, I, I, I'm excited, man, to, to see this game last night. I just, want, I just want to give a few numbers from that game sure, last night, sure. man. It's, this how electric fine this game was last night. Man, Pat Mahomes was 24 for 31, 343, three touchdowns and one pick. Bowling. Travis Kelsey, seven receptions, 109 and a touchdown. Lamar Jackson, 18 for 26, 239, one touchdown, and he did throw two picks, he but did. it didn't matter. Man, this man threw a jump pass for a touchdown. His feet weren't on the ground. God. Lamar Jackson, 16 carries, 107, two touchdowns. Hollywood freaking Brown, six carries, six receptions, 113 in the tub. God bless you, Hollywood. You're peaking, boy. Look, man, I have to agree with John Harbaugh. You play the Baltimore Ravens, you better be ready. I seen what I needed to see. I needed to see fighting team, but I saw it on Sunday night last week. That team kept fighting, kept fighting, kept they fighting, did. but the Raiders got them. They did. The Raiders got them. They did. But, man, shout out to them once again, D, on a hell of a game hell against man. the Kansas City Chiefs. Hell of a game. Here we go, baby. How about them Cowboys? Okay. Okay. You know what? You that to the yeah. camera? Yeah. 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 Ye
God, how about that, Zeke? How about that, Amari? <gasps> oh, Lord. <laughs> Ooh, did we get us one yesterday? Did we get us one yesterday? I got me a loss back. Because in the preview show, I said we was going to start 0-1-2, so I got me a loss back. Turn it on 13-2. and <laughs> I got one back. Let me tell you something, man. I had a long day yesterday. Long day. As soon as I got in, and we'll talk about the Jaguars in a second, I want to throw up in my mouth. <laughs> Seeing the home team, we'll talk about them in a second. But it was 4 o'clock. And I could care less about nothing else in this world. My Cowboys was in Los Angeles taking on, my God, that mass murderer in Justin Herbert. Hubert. Whatever you want to call him. I'm scared of Justin Herbert. He bought that life for real, for real. And I had a very bad feeling in my stomach. But you know what? Number four, Mr. Prescott, he calmed me down early. Calamar, I love you. I wish you were my head coach. Mike McCarthy. You almost cost me. You almost cost me, Mike. But I digress. There was Ezekiel Elliott sighting. Did you see him? Did you see him? <laughs> I like what they're doing with Zeke. They got to save him. You got a two-man system back there with Pollard. My offensive line was happy. He- healthy and happy. Zach Martin bowling over Bosa yesterday. You saw it. We played well. Hey, Diggs. Boy, I love you, boy. <laughs> boy, Diggs, I love you. Because I needed a I need a corner to step up and say he the best. And boy, you gave me that pick you gave me yesterday on Harvard. Good God, they should give you an extension right now for it. <laughs> My Cowboys went out there late. They got to win. Nip and tuck game, back and forth game. Dak had a costly interception, misreading Cooper and CD Lamb. CD Lamb. Mm, mm, mm. You that one boy. <laughs> I see you coming. They using that boy in the backfield. Oh my God. <laughs> and them hoes opening it up big, boy. This offense in Dallas? The real deal. What you going to do about it when we come holla at you? We ain't even been to the crib yet. We coming off the road. <laughs> Cowboys 1-1, one one, getting an impressive win over the L.A. Chargers. I thought Duran James was about to decapitate Amari Cooper on one play. Mm. But thank God Amari ducked because I said, oh, my God. Chargers are a damn good team. Yes, they are. Cowboys are good themselves. We got us a treat in L.A. yesterday, and I'm just very, very happy because normally, Black, keep it real, my Cowboys lose those kinds of games. Mm-hmm. But Greg the Leg. Who should have been cut after week one in Tampa Bay? Should have been cut. Got me to win. Mike McCarthy, you almost cost me. You almost cost me, Mike. Kelly Moore, get ready. Get ready. Black, what do you think about the Cowboys getting that win yesterday against the Chargers? Big time win. Big time win, man. Uh, The Cowboys did what they needed to do, man. I just, look, D, and you you said it before I could say it. I love what they're doing with C.D. Lamb, man. This man was getting running back snaps. You hear me? This, the stuff that did... In the first half, Dak went to this man at least four times straight. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I ain't talking about... I'm talking about this big, nice uh, yardage, chunk of yardage mm-hmm. they getting played. I'm like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. They didn't even... Amari Cooper didn't even play his best. Mm-hmm. 
Dak did what he needed to do. This defense stepped up big time. Mm-hmm. A lot of self-inflicted wounds on the part of the Chargers. You can't have 14-plus penalties in a game like this. Justin Herbert, very scary, made mental mistakes down the stretch. Mm-hmm. That, 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 that interception in the end zone, that cost you. Yep. But Dallas answered. Zach got these boys in position to get that field goal kick. <clears throat> Dallas wins this game. I'm excited for Dallas. Philly, you better watch the hell out come next Monday. Hmm. Dallas might put a 40-piece on Philly, boy. Hmm. And I, I and, and I just forget the first two games been at home. I mean, being on the road. Oh, my goodness. Ain't even been to the house. Dallas going to be rocking next Ain't Monday. Ain't been to the house. It's going to be rocking in Dallas next Monday. For sure. Big win for the Cowboys, man. Continue to keep doing his thing. Number four, he coming. He on his way. He on his yeah. way. He going to do his thing. For sure. Like what I'm seeing from the Cowboys. Absolutely. Great win for my Cowboys. One-on-one Monday Night Football at home. Philadelphia Eagles division game. Those are not gimmies. Philadelphia looked very good against Atlanta, but who the hell ain't going to look good versus Atlanta this year? Tough loss to the 49ers yesterday. Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts, going to present a lot of challenges for us. But look here, man. Philly lost some key pieces on defense yesterday. They lost some key pieces on defense to injury yesterday. And you got to head to Dallas on the offense that's really clicking. All I'm going to say is, God bless. All right, here we go. The Las Vegas Raiders <laughs> went to Pittsburgh. And got the win. Black, the Raiders are 2-0. Derek Carr is looking like an MVP candidate out here. Man has guts. 817 yards leading the league. He is on a roll. Mm. Not an easy place to go and win. But they did. Black Raiders really going. What do you think about the Raiders getting that win in Pittsburgh yesterday? Hey, man, you called it, man. You yes, said it's going to be a sneaky team this year. Yep. And man, for 2-0 to go into Pittsburgh and do that off the... And Pittsburgh coming off a big win against Buffalo. On the road. You know one thing I want to say, Joe Hayden, you trash. <laughs> Said you told me Joe Hayden still had the goods. <laughs> but I see Henry Ross going over the top. <laughs> Butt naked. Where's Joe Hayden? <laughs> Our college football correspondent told me, Mr. Tyrone Copper, you told me Joe Hayden still had the goods. <laughs> but where was he when Henry Ruggs was getting that big ball over the top for a touchdown in Pittsburgh? Mm. Nowhere to be found. Joe Hayden, you disgust me. Look, man, I love what I love what John Gruden is doing. And I love the energy on the sideline telling Tomlin and them, man, let's get this game going. Y'all stop crying over there about, a, about two players fighting. It is what it is. I love the energy. I love the effort. I'm loving everything I'm getting for the Raiders. John Harbaugh has something going. Gruden. John Gruden. I'm sorry. John Gruden has something going. <laughs> Car, Derek Carr, you you becoming the real deal. You become it, it was times they was ready to get rid of you. But you're stepping up this year, leading the league 817 passing yards so far in, the, in two weeks. I love it. 
Keep this. Let's keep this going and see where the Raiders go from here, man. The Raiders are looking very, very good. Pittsburgh has some key losses on defense. They lost JJ Watt uh, to TJ Watt. TJ Watt. I'm sorry, TJ Watt to a hamstring, if I'm not mistaken. So they see when we get him back. Big Ben just he. he we got to make some plays, man. I, I and I hate to say it, man. Is it Big Ben where he just he can't do it no more, D? Because the, the big plays ain't happening often. They here and there. And you can't be like that against a against a team like the Raiders who make often make a lot of big plays. It can't be often. It gotta. I need to see what I'm seeing last year from the offense. I don't even see that. You what are these balls that you got to get to chase Claypool and these re- talented receivers you got and you're not doing it. You dunk. You're deacon and dunking to Nigel Harris all the time. What's going on? I'm kind of concerned about this. I know it was a big win, but I'm concerned after this D. This is the first home home game in Pittsburgh. I expected to see a lot, but they came up short. And the Raiders, now the Raiders are 2-0. Love what I've seen from the Raiders. I'm ready to see what else they got uh, going as the season goes on. Well, I think all your energy should be uh, (laughs) pointed to Mika Fitzpatrick. Joe Hayden didn't play yesterday. Oh, he didn't? All right, he didn't play yesterday, so Uh, I want to throw that out there. Well, I I, I apologize. Correct. I couldn't leave you out there like that. Yeah, so it was Mika Fitzpatrick was getting abused uh, yesterday by Henry Ruggs. You know, I get Uh, stuff on Twitter about Joe Hayden all the time, so that's why I went off like that. And I know where that comes from. (laughs) All right, but I I just want to shoot Joe just a tad bit of bell. Okay. That was Mika Fitzpatrick out here getting fried like fish at a uh, black barbecue (laughs) or family reunion somewhere at a a park somewhere. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Listen. Listen, I'm going to just go with the Steelers here. A little bit on the Raiders in a second. Big man can't push the ball down the field. He had one nice play pushing the ball down the field to chase Claypool yesterday for a big conversion, but that was it. He's stiff. He can't move. Big Ben used to have a little bit mobility. He was a little limber, but he just don't have it, man. Last week against Buffalo was one of those nasty, soggy day games you know, running the football. Big Ben can win those games. And Josh Allen and Buffalo just kind of laid an egg last week. They can score. But uh, uh, Gruden and the Las Vegas Raiders, they are primed to score. Derek Carr got a cannon on him, and he ready to slice. His own head coach ain't want him. It ain't no secret. Gruden ain't want Carr. He was interested in bringing Mariota in on a trade. You had no business trading for Mariota. You brought him in. Why? Because you thought he'll be a little better than Derek Carr. Let's keep it real, Gruden. Deshaun Watson, before all the trouble happened, what? whose name was in the hat? Hmm. The Raiders. But Derek Carr stayed poised, mentally strong, even throughout the noise of his own head coach not wanting him. His head coach had to bow to him yesterday in the post and give him his love. He has no choice. Derek Carr is going to be a problem this year, and he will be in the MVP conversation. He will be. I told you on the NFL preview show, Henry Ruggs, he was going to break out this year. That man got Tyreek Hill speed. He ain't Tyreek Hill, but that speed, good God. He is electric. Mm Mm-hmm. The Raiders, Mr. Waller at tight end. They had three people on Waller all game. <laughs> That's how this man right here. I mean, outside of Kelsey and Kit. I mean, hell, I might put Waller over Kittle right now. Right now. I have to agree. I have to agree. Kelsey the best. Hell, Kelsey might be the best ever when it's all saying done at tight end. Mm-hmm. 
But the Raiders look great. This is John Gruden's third year. First year, 7-9. and nine. Second year, 8-8. Eight and eight, Just missed the playoffs. This year, they made the playoffs this year. They made the playoffs this year. I think they get one of those wild cards. I just think that they do. And if the Chargers ain't careful, if the Chargers ain't careful, the Raiders could be right there in the mix with the Chiefs to win this division. In a couple of weeks, <laughs> the Chiefs go to Vegas. In a couple of weeks, mm, mm, mm. they go to Vegas. So we'll see. Impressive win. I'm starting to worry about the Steelers. Do I still think the Steelers grab one of those wild cards? I'm kind of rocking on that now. I'm kind of wavering on that because I just don't know if Big Ben can go up against Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if Big Ben can go up against Derek Carr. I don't know if Big Ben is going to be able to get into a shootout and really get the job done for Pittsburgh. I don't know if he could do that anymore. I guess time will tell. Big win for the Raiders. Steelers, no need to panic just yet. You get Hayden back. You get some of your defensive pieces back. Claypool is nice. (laughs) Najee Harris said yesterday, they asked him, did he notice the difference between the holes in the NFL and college football? He said, hell yeah. Because in Alabama, he walking through holes. Mm. In the NFL, they closing rather quickly. Mm. But he still had a solid game. All right, Black, let's head up, back up to the Bangham, up to Jacksonville. Black, as I once said before we started talking about the games, I came in the house and the Jacksonville Jaguars were getting their brains beat in. They end up losing this game 23-13. First game at home wearing the all-whites. The team just didn't perform that well. Had a pretty significant loss yesterday in Chenault. They say the X-Rays came back clean. He does have a little situation with his soldier, but it's not going to be so serious where he's going to have to miss the remainder of the year. Trevor Lawrence, man, 14 for 33, 118 yards, one tub, two picks. He got sacked as well, did a little running on the ground. The Jazz offense is just non-existent right now. Um, what's up with Robinson, man? What's, what's, what's up with Robinson, man? I don't know what's going like, on. Like, I thought for a fact, that at least when we have James Robinson to rely on on the run game, his his he's declined significantly from what we saw last year. I mean, the man went 11 for 47, 4.3 on the ground. His longest runs was 12 yards. Jacksonville has no type of offense. Nothing. But like, what did you see yesterday? That Denver defense really stifled them. And it don't get any better for Jacksonville because them birds come down here next week. We'll talk about that. But what would you think about the Jaguars yesterday losing to the Broncos 23-13? Man, look, man. I know everything is a process. Rome wasn't built overnight. I understand that. Correct. But I expect some things to look different or a little better or faster. We look slow. We look old. Mm. Defense trash. And... (laughs) Griffin, I ain't even going to get back on you. Oh, my goodness. This, def- this defense is missing something. I have to agree with what Fred say. Man, look, man, that, that safety at Notre Dame look real nice right now. <laughs> focus on the draft. We need to focus on the draft and get another defensive player in that secondary. This secondary and this, this defense is abysmal. It's terrible. Yeah. Shout out to Josh Allen on getting on. We 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 sacked Teddy Bridgewater three times, but still, man, the kid was twenty six for thirty four, three twenty eight, and two tubs. Good God! I mean, throwing big balls downfield to Courtney Sutton. Teddy finna get a contract out the Jaguars. Sutton had nine receptions for one fifty nine. What what my DBs at? 
Sutton. Henderson must didn't he didn't did Henderson play? He was out there. I I I I I don't know D. And then I I understand Trevor Young. <clears throat> I I expect this. I expected Trevor to have some struggles. Sure. You expect it from a rookie. Sure. But you see the talent, man. The way they came out, guns blazing, man. The first drive to get a touchdown, man. That make that make you feel good. But after that, it just went. It just went dry like the well went dry. It died quickly. Too so quick. I'm, I'm looking at Urban Meyer like, so what's really going on? Is it that we don't have the the athletes and the talent to keep up, or what? What what are we missing here? Are we really missing Etn and that X factor he would have been? Probably, probably. Because everything looks slow. Nothing looks fast. A lot of penalties. A lot of mistakes. Jacksonville, we just we got to find a way to tighten this up and get better week by week by week. But I'm not seeing that in the first two games. It's like he took another step back. Like you said, we got them birds coming in, man. We got them cardinals. You seen them yesterday. My boy Kyler Murray sitting in the end zone like he's a wizard. My dog meditating on them boys. Good God. <laughs> and I mean, this boy throwing big bombs off his back foot. Big bombs! <laughs> God. And if you let Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, my Lord. This is the first, <laughs> not to cut y'all, but this is the first real deal quarterback that these boys got to go up against. Man, they had Teddy Bridgewater and uh, Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor, who both going to get multi-million dollar deals off the Jaguars. But next week, Kyler Murray come down to this thing, man. <sighs> yeah, man, it gets real. It gets realer from him. I realer from here. I think they need. We need to see adjustments. We're not seeing many adjustments from Urban Meyer. We're not seeing. We're not seeing that coaching staff make adjustments for these guys. Let me ask you this. I just. I don't understand what's going on, D. But I still have hope in the Jaguars. They'll find a way to do something. I believe Urban Urban Meyer is a great coach. Well, let me He's ask- a great coach, but I. Look, it's not just something you, that's missing. Not to cut y'all, but let me ask you this. Do we have the players? I don't think we have all the talent that we need, D. I really don't. Not the athletic. We have good players, but we don't have athletic players who can do some things. Do we even have the talent where we can even make any small changes to help us improve offensively? I don't think we do right now. What's up with James Robinson? I don't know what's going on with James, man. I thought Chenault would have been amazing in this offense under Urban Meyer, he got hurt he, yesterday. He not doing much in this offense. My, we had a, we finally had a Marvin Jones sighting yesterday, but after after that first drive, that disappeared. Like, and where the hell is DJ DJ Shark at? Is he still on the team? Yeah, we should have traded him for the offensive lineman from Baltimore. Is he still on the team? I I I I, I don't know, man. I'm sticking with my Jags. Hopefully, we'll find a way to turn this around. But it's very depressing to see both your teams lose every week. <laughs> it's very depressing. D, I'm not having good Saturdays and good Sundays. Sure, 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 sure. One, I'm already checked out. But seeing the Jaguars lose, it don't help. Sure. <laughs> I got a big win from my son Friday night. I'm happy about that. I'm leaning on that. Shout out to the Wolfpack. I'm leaning on that. <laughs> Shout out to the Wolfson Wolfpack. But man, like I just want to see some effort, some energy. Not seeing that from the Jags D, and that has to change. Yeah, not just seeing much promise. I know we came in on our NFL preview show and we gave them eight and nine wins apiece. Me and Black can sit up here and immediately say, "Hey, we were just looking a little too far down the road." 
You watch the Jaguars these first two games. There's not really a lot there for Trevor to work with. Has Trevor made some bonehead plays? Of course, but he's a rookie. It's going to happen. Hey, Peyton Manning, by God, one of the greatest of all time, threw 9,000 picks in his first year. Trevor Lawrence is going to throw another 9,000. But you see what I see. You see Trevor getting up at that thing and let some of them balls go. You see what's coming. Mm-hmm. But we just got to get more talent. Fred said it, man. Shout out to our, uh, Fred, man. Hashtag focus on the draft. <laughs> you look at this Jaguar schedule coming up. If they couldn't get one of these wins here, man, in the first two weeks, man, this thing get real, real for the Jaguars. And we can't even run the ball. We can't even run the ball. I thought for a fact that we would be able to run the ball. James Robinson has totally disappeared. DJ Shaw, what's up? You got that little late entry to the Pro Bowl and you just think you it. <laughs> Chenault got injured yesterday. Offensive line is putrid. Defense should kill Griffin. <laughs> Sir. You think you're prime? You shouldn't be jumping anything. You think you're Charles Woodson? You you better tighten up, sir. With that Captain C on your shirt. I don't like what I'm seeing. Urban came to the press conference yesterday and asked the city to stick with him. He asked the city to not give up on him. Give us time. This is a process. I'm a real football watcher and a real football observer, so I know what Urban means, and I'm riding with you, Urban. But a lot of impatient, immature Jaguar fans don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. You can't come up to the press conference and say those things, Urban. You just got to keep going week by week. And by God, them birds come to town next week. Them Cardinals. That thing finna get nasty out here, boy. I just hope the Jaguars can just do anything just to not get beat by 30. What can the Jaguars do to not get beat by 30? I'm pretty sure DeAndre Hopkins is licking his chops at mm. Shaquille Griffin. I'm pretty sure Calamura is going to be having some Madden 2021 plays on the Jaguars next week. And Cliff and Cliff ain't playing with y'all boys. Cliff and Cliff breaking out new colors of Cardinal shirts every week. If Cliff and Cliff come down here in the all red shirt next week, we getting beat by 40. Hold on, Jacksonville. It's going to be another long season. Right now, we're 0-2. Do I think the Jaguars get a few wins this year? I do. But I'm going to keep it real with you. At this point, I just don't know when them wins are going to come. Safety from Notre Dame. I don't even know your full name right now, sir. Get ready. Get ready to come to Jacksonville. Jaguars on season 0-2. Them birds come to town next week. Hopefully, we have our... Jaguars correspondent Rashad Robinson ready to rock and roll next week. We would love to hear from him and see where his thoughts are on the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, Black, before we wrap up the NFL, what's going on with Tommy, man? I mean, good Lord. The man went 24 for 37. For for all you who don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Thomas Patrick Edward Brady Jr. Tommy. 24 for 36, 276 in the air, five tubs. Everybody ate yesterday. 12 targets. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. They need to drug test Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> I mean, every time he done caught the ball this year, he just bullying people over. 
two tubs. Gronk got four touchdowns in two games. Mike Evans showing yesterday, nine receptions, uh, five receptions, nine targets, 75 yards, and two touchdowns. I mean, Fournette, O.J. Howard, Antonio Brown, Jones, Bray. I mean, everybody caught the ball yesterday in Tampa Bay. Atlanta Falcons, y'all are trash. I mean, whatever they got going on in Atlanta, they need to do something about that. Matt Ryan, you should have left when you had the chance with Julio. Yeah, man. Ain't no need to stay faithful to Atlanta, boy. Y'all trash, boy. <laughs> boy, Spencer Rattler, whoever the number one, Sam Howell going to be a Falcon next year. Dang. Yeah, Matt Ryan got to go somewhere, man. Send him to Denver. Hey, hey, Denver Broncos, you just, who uh, who got hurt yesterday? Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Tyrod Taylor. Hell, the Washington football team, get Heineke out of here and get Matt Ryan out there. Somebody please save Matt. You got a nice offense. You got Ridley out there. You got Pixie out there. I mean, they got some nice little pieces, but them boys suck, man. They trash, bro. Everybody going to beat the Falcons by 30 this year. Damn. The hell, do the Jaguars play the Falcons? We might need we some do. of that. We do. <laughs> we do. I mean, Tommy out there looking crazy because you know why Tommy out there looking crazy? But them boys from L.A. It go down next week. <laughs> Nine and nine and five. They waiting on time for them to come out of LA next week. Good God. 425 hey, on Fox. Why this could be a why this could why be Sunday night? night football? Why this can't be? I don't they even know who they got Sunday night. I don't they even know who the got <laughs> The Buccaneers are a well oiled machine. Brady got nine touchdowns in two games. Man, man might be the MVP this year. <sighs> Mans might win the MVP at 44, bro. Is it true that Tom Brady said he felt like he could play that he's 50 years old? Yes, I saw the interview with him and Gronk. He said playing down here in Florida has done wonders for his body. My man said he's more limber. He don't have to stretch as long. The man is finding reasons to keep winning Super Bowls. Go away. (laughs) You got eight of them things, bro. You might get nine this year. Tommy, don't play the 50, please. You got people begging Tommy to retire after this shit. This man ain't going nowhere. If they win another Super Bowl this year, Tom Brady gonna sign another two year deal. Ain't gonna play the he's forty freaking seven, man. <laughs> but yeah, it's true. It's true. Tommy said, "Oh man. man, it's true, man." Look, man. I said it was one game, man. I said it was one game, and it happened next. It happened next Sunday. I had some people in my old about, oh yeah, man. What what I know they got five and I know they got nine to nine, but that's just them just two players. What they gonna uh, Okay, okay, okay. Let me tell you something. Okay. I understand who the Buccaneers have faced the first two weeks. They faced Atlanta and they faced the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. They're going to face the Rams now. Best defense in the game. Number 99 is licking his chops. <clears throat> And boy, Jalen Ramsey just ain't on the island no more. They got that boy Roman. Mouthpiece dangling. Jalen Ramsey just ain't on one side no more. He's everywhere. Mouthpiece dangling. They moved Jalen Ramsey up on the defensive line last week, Saturday, Sunday, against the Colts. I said, look at Jalen Ramsey down there on the D-line coming up. Good God, man. Good God. 
The Los Angeles Rams know how to use Jalen Ramsey. The Jacksonville Jaguars didn't. Oh, Lord. God bless. God bless. God bless. Next Sunday, D, is the real deal. Oh, man. I, need to, I already know what I'm expecting from this game. I know we're going to get everything plus some. Yeah, it's going to be real. One. It's going to be real for sure, for sure. But, man, the Buccaneers are, like you said, a well-oiled machine. Everybody's getting invited to the party now. Yeah. Shoot, next week it might be the running backs getting off. Because it seems like Tom Brady just, his eyes is big as day when, he, when, he, when he's back there. With all them weapons. A.B. didn't even do nothing Sunday. And the man, A.B. didn't do not one thing. And the man had five tubs. The man still had five tubs. This is tubs. scary, D. This is scary to even see Tom Brady at this age doing this at this level. It's crazy, man. With all this talent he got around him. Shoot, I'll play the 52. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm excited. I'm excited about what the Bucks doing. Yeah. They look good. Ready to rock and roll next Sunday with them in the Rams, man. Yeah, man. It was a great week two in the National Football League, man. But we're going to go ahead and go to week three, call out some of these games, get some early predictions, man. Let's go ahead and start off, man. Let's see. And by the way, why we can't flex these Thursday night games? We got, I don't know, this game might be pretty good. The Panthers and the Texans. I mean, seeing what the Texans is doing, but I don't want to watch it. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to see it on a Thursday night. Y'all can't flex anything. Well, I like to see Christian McCaffrey, so I'll watch. I it. guess, man. I might be yeah. watching Nine a Day Fiance, man. I don't know, man. We'll see. All right, couple of games. Let's run through them. Black. <sighs> them birds come down here, man. They come down here to the bank and do the Jaguars start the season zero three. Yes, they do. My God, that was fast. Big game, one o'clock. CBS Chargers and Chiefs. Both teams coming off a loss, one and one. Who gets that game back real quick? Real I quick. Think the, I believe the Char- I mean, I believe the Chiefs rebound. They get this win. All right. Division rival Colts, Titans. Colts start off the season 0-2. Carson Wentz dealing with some type of injury. Titans big win in Seattle yesterday. Who wins this game in the AFC I'm, South? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go uh Tennessee Titans on the on the on the back of Big Hen. All right, big game in Buffalo. The one and one Washington football team against the one and one Buffalo Bills. Bills are a touchdown favorite at Buffalo. One o'clock Fox. Who gets that win? I'm gonna I'm go Bills. Bills uh look good. 35-0 win against Miami. I'm gonna say Bills win this game. Sunday Night Football next week, all right? You got Green Bay heading to San Francisco. Rodgers back where they got blowed out of the NFC Championship game two years ago. Who gets that game, Packers or 49ers? Uh, Aaron Rodgers never looked good when he plays in California. I like 49ers in this game. All right, last but not least, on the, well, uh, two more games for you. Cowboys, Eagles, Monday Night Football. Do the Cowboys improve the 2-1? Yeah, Eagles by, I mean, Cowboys by 20. <laughs> I'll take it, my boy. <laughs> And last but not least, good God almighty, 425 on Fox, Brady, Tommy, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they make that trip, boy. They going out there to highlight 99 and 5. Black, who wins that game? Look, man, we did this on a preview show. I ain't going to stay here long. Rams win this game, my boy. Rams make a statement and win this game, but they will see each other again. This is only the first stop. They will see each other again, but I got the Rams I'm so, on Sunday. I'm so torn. I'm so torn on this game. My gut, my gut is telling me the Bucks going to squeak one out. But my head is telling me that the Rams are going to win this game. So I just got to keep it true, man, to what my gut telling me. I think Tommy them squeak out this thing, man. Mm. I think they get a three-point win coming out of L.A. getting ready to go to Gillette. Mm. Y'all know what Gillette is, right? Billy's waiting. 
Billy will be waiting next week. But first things first, big game. Buccaneers slightly, slightly. Who's the favorite in this game right now? Right now, Bucks are favored by one point. Mm. Right now. See what Vegas does with that, but Bucks are favored by change. one point right change. now. It might go up to three for the rounds, but we'll see. All right. So yeah, that's going to wrap up our NFL coverage uh for this week. Great week for football, college and NFL. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed those takes. But before we get out of here, we're gonna talk a little bit of UFC. Man, we have a legend returning. We have a tremendous card taking place. Man, it's, it seemed like it's been a while since we got a UFC fight. Yeah, pay-per-view, a big pay-per-view card. It's been a minute. Yeah, we got a it's couple a of uh, uh, UFC on ESPN type joints, but we ain't had a pay-per-view in a minute. Yeah, we got some trash on ESPN. Yeah, we did. Just say it, dude. We did. We and, it ain't been appealing. <laughs> yeah. All right, but we got a big one. All right, man, we got some championships on the line. World Featherweight Championship. Uh, Volkanovski defends against Ortega for the featherweight championship. Black, who do you have in that fight? Who's going to hey, win? Hey, man, I'm riding with the California kid, for man. Sure, for sure. I like Ortega to win this yeah. trap, man, become, become royal, royal champion. Yeah, I like Ortega, too. I think Ortega and his ground game, he's a little bit longer, a little bit taller than Volkanovski. I don't think Volkanovski should even be the champion he right should. now. I think Max got him on that second fight. But I think Ortega gets this, your new featherweight champion. Shane goes back at it again, man. She's facing uh, a young lady named Murphy uh, for the flyweight championship. No disrespect to you, Miss Murphy, but by God, first round TKO. Shane's gonna retain. What do you got? Submission first round. My either way, go you out of here, baby. <laughs> You'll be able to go back to your family after the first round. Valentina Shashank, look. Amanda Nunes is getting bored. She don't want to fight Julia Pena. She signed the contract. Julia Pena's talking trash. Julia Pena gonna get her brains beat in by Amanda Nunes when they fight. Dana, I don't care if Amanda has beaten Shashanko twice on the books. You seen those fights, Dana. You seen those close two fights. And in my opinion, oh, Shashanko got beef with that second fight. Shashanko might have beat Amanda that second fight. Get the fight done. Please. Shashanko and Nunes 3, get it done. How many times these women got to clear out these divisions, man? Get it done, Dana. I don't care if you put all the belts on the line. Get it done. All right, last but not least, legend returns. A legend returns, and he finds another legend. Nick Diaz is back. Robbie Lawler 2. The last time these boys fought it was 17 years ago, mm. and it could be the greatest UFC fight of all time. Nick Diaz returns. Are you excited to see Diaz back? And are you excited to see him face Lawler, man? I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. I think we get a little fireworks. I think they're, yeah. I think we see a little rust from Nick, but yeah. I think uh, Dick, Nick seems very, very confident. I've been watching the Embedded series. He so does. He does. He seems like he's a little confident in, uh, in being he back. Does. He seems like he's very ecstatic. He's ready to get in there. He does. You know what you're going to get out of Robbie Lawler, man. Even though he's older, you know, he's but he was a great champion. Yes, he Robbie was. Robbie Lawler was a great champion yes, man and you was. know at some point you're gonna get one of them stretches in this fight yep. where Robert Lawler, Robert Lawler just go crazy go off so I'm excited about this fight man but I have I do have this fight being fight of the night 
I do have okay. that. Uh, uh, I have them getting a bonus on this fight for fight of the night. Okay. Excited to see Nick Diaz, the legend, back. Re- happy to see Robbie Lawler, the legend, back as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see Nick. I want to see what he looks like. I'm excited to see Robbie Lawler. Um, these two went at it 17 years ago and put on a classic. Maybe the greatest UFC fight of all time. Uh, blood was everywhere. Haymakers were everywhere. I think Nick got the win. Um, and, you know, it'd be good to see them back. I think this is a five-round fight. I think this is a mm-hmm. five-round fight between those two. This is like the second time that's happened um, on a uh, fight that wasn't the main event or not for a championship, all right, um, on a, a pay-per-view card. So this is a good card. Looking forward to watching it. Action-packed sports weekend all day long on college football, and then we get some UFC very much so looking forward to it. And uh, hopefully the UFC keeps pumping out some great cars. They usually settle down a bit once football season gets going. But I think Dana got some fights that can be made to keep the UFC going. I'm pretty sure he'll be uh, doing that. Um, I know next month um, we get a little bit closer to that Madison Square Garden car with Kobe and Usman Man. get ready to take the stage. Looking forward that car to covering there. that. <laughs> Looking forward to covering that uh, car for sure. For I sure. just want to say this real quick. Ahead, I know we're going to discuss this car, but man, it, yeah, should man. Be a, it should be illegal to put Justin Gacy and uh, <laughs> Chandler. Chandler in the same ring one another. Yeah. That's this this might fight. be the first time we see somebody die in a ring. <laughs> in the cage, man. Look, yeah, man, man, that fight right there on this car could be a main event on any other car. It's going to be real. It's gonna be real. They, sure. Dana, I gotta give y'all props for this New York card, man. Mm-hmm. Y'all doing y'all thing with this card. And I don't think I don't think they done with the card yet, but mm-hmm. man, this card is is shaping up to be one of the big ones. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All right, man. So we hope you guys enjoyed this uh, episode of the Sports Desk. All right, um, y'all, let us know what you think, man. Any takes or any thoughts, anything to me and Black Gay that y'all want to challenge or conversate about? Please do so. Fantasy League is going well. Your boy Lucky gonna get his first win of the season, handling that business. All right, next week we'll go over the standings. I just want to kind of get a couple of weeks going by, but uh, Fantasy League is going well. So y'all remember to set your lineups. Waiver wire is key. I see Black Air Day dropping and picking up somebody. So uh, y'all wait, y'all use your waiver wire, man. Sports is Fantasy League is uh, going strong. All right. So until our next episode, y'all reach out to us, man. Instagram, the RL Sports Desk. Y'all can uh, uh, hit us up there, or y'all can hit us up on our personal accounts. I'm Desiree L Hicks Jr. at Twitter. At Instagram, holla at your boy. And y'all can hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at BlackENL3. Y'all hit me up, man. Let's talk about it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So until the next time, you guys take care of yourselves. Be safe. And we'll see y'all on the next episode. Lunch sports. No, 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 no. Come on now. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk? No, no, no. You're listening to the sports show. New sports desk.